Parshas Devarim always falls out in Shabbos Chazon, which is the Shabbos right before Tisha B'Av. And in fact, if you look closely enough, you'll notice a few fascinating but crucial connections between Devarim and Tisha B'Av. However, there is one connection among them that is a little bit more dubious in nature. Nonetheless, it's a connection that you don't have to be looking really closely at all to notice it. In fact, you don't have to be looking inside at all. If you're merely sitting in shul, listening to the Kriya Torah, you will hear very early on in Parsha's Devarim that the Baal Kriya, as he reads the words of the Parsha, some of the words will suddenly be sung to the familiar but solemn tune of Eicha. Eicha esolavadi tarachachem umasachem virivchem. These words come from the speech of Moshe Rabbeinu. Very early on in the Parsha, as Moshe Rabbeinu is describing how when the Bnei Israel were getting ready to leave Har Sinai to begin their trek towards Eretz Yisrael, that their numbers were increasing. There were so many of them, so much for one individual to handle. And this is Moshe Rabbeinu's introduction to the description of the institution of judges, which is itself an introduction to the larger story of the Chet HaMaraglim, indeed another connection to Tisha B'Av. But what we have to try to understand is, what exactly is the reason for the singing of Eicha in this Parsha? Granted, the connection's great, it's right before Tisha B'Av, it begins with the word Eicha, but the context seems a little bit strange for the sound of mourning, for the sound of sorrow. What exactly is Moshe Rabbeinu quote-unquote, lamenting at this time. He's talking about how many of the Bnei Israel are, that there are a lot of people, and there's a heavy load to handle. You know, that sounds more like a complaint, if we can call it that, than a real, genuine lamenting over something that's really worth mourning. And it makes us wonder why exactly do we seem to over-dramatize this speech of Moshe Rabbeinu's. Why, in fact, if he is, is Moshe Rabbeinu mourning this fact? Another question that is commonly asked at this particular part of the Parsha has to do with the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu at this point seems to be piecing and, um, and splicing parts of history together in a little bit of an awkward way. He goes from the institution of judges, which Chazal tells us is at the beginning of Sefer Shemos, or really um, midway in Parshas Yisro. This, in fact, was Yisro's idea. And then Moshe Rabbeinu goes from there all the way to the Chet HaMaraglim, which is not until Parsha Shlach, midway into Sefer Bamidbar. And what's also strange is that when Moshe Rabbeinu describes the institution of judges, he completely leaves out Yisro. And it was apparently Yisro's idea, and yet Moshe Rabbeinu uh, seems to omit Yisro from the entire account almost like Chas V'Shalom, he's plagiarizing the idea. So what exactly is happening here at the beginning of Sefer Dvarim? Now, among many possibilities, there's some who suggest that Moshe Rabbeinu was not merely recounting Yisro's institution of judges, but in fact, if you look closely at the text, Moshe Rabbeinu's um, his, his description of his own response to the increasing numbers of the Bnei Israel and how difficult it was to lead them actually parallels Moshe Rabbeinu's speech in Parshas Bahaloscha, which is right before the Chet HaMaraglim. And there, 
we do not just find what Yisro's problem was. Yisro was concerned that Moshe Rabbeinu was one and the Bnei Yisrael were many, and that this was the real problem, that Moshe Rabbeinu would wither away, he would, he would, be, he would burn out because of the increasing numbers. If you look closely in Parshas Devarim, Moshe Rabbeinu, in fact, is not so worried about the increasing numbers of the Bnei Yisrael. In fact, he praises it and says, you should continue to increase. Yosef Hashem Aleichem, Hashem should give you more. And if the increasing numbers for one man, Moshe Rabbeinu, was not, in fact, the problem, then what was the problem? And why, in fact, does Moshe Rabbeinu focus on this point as he begins to describe the tragic Chet HaMaraglim. And the answer is if you look really closely at Moshe Rabbeinu's words, his problem is in fact not the increasing numbers. If it was just a matter of people, Moshe Rabbeinu apparently felt he could handle that. But what was the problem? Echa esalavadi, how am I alone going to bear, to carry? Your burdens, your, your quarrels, your the weight of your opposition, the confrontation. Moshe Rabbeinu is one among many people, but he feels alone. Even after having instituted Yisra's judges, Moshe Rabbeinu needs more. He needs the zikanim at this point. Because if it was just numbers, Moshe Rabbeinu can handle that. But the constant negativity that we found throughout Sefer Bamidbar, that's something that Moshe Rabbeinu says, I don't know how anyone could handle that. And that, in fact, was the catalyst for the Chet HaMaraglin, the sinah, the hatred that they developed for Hashem's plan, the hatred that they projected upon Hashem. They said about Hashem that Hashem hated us. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu records in this parsha. That was the real problem. And that's always what the problem is. The problem where you could have so many people, yet everyone still feels alone. That is because even when you're around so many people, but if everyone's in it for themselves, if everyone has their own taina, if everyone has their own problem, and no one can see past their own problems, and everyone throws their problems around, expecting other people to carry the burden, and they don't look out for others, and their number one priority is themselves, that, says Moshe Rabbeinu, I cannot handle. That's a reason to mourn. That's a reason why we have tragedy. That's the reason why we don't have the base of Migdash. It's because, very simply, we think only within our own four amos. We are people that expedite feelings of lonesomeness, even among brothers. It's a time now where we actually need unity more than ever. It's a time where we have to be looking out for one another. It's a time where we have to be spreading avaschinam and not sinaschinam. It's a time where we should be reversing the effects of lonesomeness and reversing the feeling of Eicha. Be'ezras Hashem, we will rebuild the Beis HaMikdash with that sense of the ir she'churbala that we will be not in a state of churban, but in a state of chabura, where we will be together, unified and built up. Be'ezras Hashem.